Wild and Wet and Woolly Day in Western Sydney as Progret Racing presents Show Us Your Tips midweek preview show. Beaver and Daggy with you as always to look forward to uh, Kensington and Sandown tomorrow. Uh, Beaver, how's the weekend? Yeah, mate, it's uh, not a bad weekend at all, I think. Um, bit all over the shop, but uh, I think there's a few winners um, intermingled in there. Yeah, we found a few. Uh, a few we missed. We were we were against Mwanga, all three of us, and uh, got that one wrong. But yes. uh, I don't know necessarily what to take out of that. That maybe um, it might have had a had a Christmas there. Um, very elegant was three wide, and I, I'm leaning more towards penning everything behind it. But any thoughts? Yeah, I was a bit. I mean, very elegant was in a uh, you know pretty good run. I thought when it loomed up on the home turn, I thought. Um, Although it had been a little bit of a tough run, I didn't think anything would go past it. Yeah. Um, but Moanga yeah. just did get the sit and just a little bit of condition came, came out, um, which was a bit of a shame, but uh, it, was a, it was still a very impressive run. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the returning three-year-olds, I think, have been a bit of concern. Halal was, I thought, a little bit plain. Awful. Yeah. So, Awful. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be falling into Halal again in that field given the the run did get out of its ground there but didn't show much at all. Yeah, I don't know if it was looking further, just not that good because I don't think we've seen anything come back from that crop that um has stood up yet. Even um, four moves ahead, no. I thought slightly disappointing. Um, I haven't done a four moves time. ahead was slightly disappointing again. I thought, um, but again, I just don't get the ride. Um, and sitting him three wide, I, I, I just don't get that. Yeah, so uh, anything to follow out of the weekend off the top of your head? Um, uh, I thought uh, Corner Pocket was good. It, mm. it stuck on well for me. Smoking Romans was outstanding. Um, was, yeah, more, more profits was Pancho good. jumped out of the ground. Yeah, Pancho jumped out of the ground to beat Grand Promenade, which I thought was... Was a good run. De Graves, I put a line through it. Um, it was it was disappointing. Maybe condition gave out, but uh, and because it did have to do a bit of chasing, um, I probably thought the ride wasn't great. I thought they started chasing a little bit early on it. Um, but in fairness, viral, it was kind of with most of the way it stuck on and fought out the finish, and it kind of loomed up. And last two hundred just gave out. Um, so I thought that was a that was a little bit disappointing. Um, just trying to, to think off the top of my head uh, if there was anything else that stood out. But uh, no, I think that was sort of um, Miss Albania just was given no chance. Mm. Um, Ancestry, I wasn't keen on it, and uh, rightfully so. Mm. Um, so wouldn't wouldn't be following it up to, uh, probably um, until it, it bounced back. Yeah, I think we're very much in. Um... Um, we can we can do away for all the winter stuff now. All those last leg winter horses, I think it's all fresh now, or um, all the fresh stuff, all the stuff that's returned the last two weeks. Anything before that, I think we can leave alone somehow. Um, but uh, we'll move on, I suppose, to Kensington, where the rail is in the true uh, wind, rain all around, uh, and we'll see. Uh, it should be typical Kenzo. I'm thinking it uh, gets to. There's not. There's a bit of rain tomorrow and a bit of wind, but I'm thinking just uh, borderline heavy, not nothing too crazy. Uh, so we'll see how that plays. We kick off with the three-year-old maiden over the 1,300 metres. Do you have anything to start us off? 
No, I think it's a probably a little bit of a tricky affair given um, a lot of forces that haven't had many starts and now the, the wet weather's come and it's, we're probably looking at a, a fairly wet track. Um, yeah, hard to, hard to really fall into anything here. Yeah, I, I, I was sort of looking at it. I think I might have a problem with these colours, but I was looking towards uh, Stavanger, but it's, <coughs> would you try to ride again? <laughs> but off uh, Redoute's choice uh, in the wet isn't necessarily a recipe for success and looks like a big sort of um, one-pace horse. So I don't think this would necessarily be the right setup for it. So that, that was one if it had been dry, I would have backed, but the rest we'll see. Uh, I'm not convinced about the race form, uh, any of that, the unwritten or the rock lily form. So uh, I'll leave that alone as well. The 1,100-metre maiden is race number two. Uh, what about this one? Anything here? Uh, yeah, a little bit a little bit the same here. Um, really hard to get a bit of a line on these. Uh, Omni-Man uh, showed a, a fair bit in the trials, and I think if you go back, one of the trials was on a heavy track, um, and it wouldn't be about five lengths. In that trial at um, Rose Hill back in mid July, um, so by all accounts, there looks like it should handle the going. Uh, ran second in another trial on on a heavy track, so um, that's a, that's not a bad little pointer. So I, th- I kind of led to Omni Man there, and maybe the um, the danger, the Ola trained River Schnitty um, might also uh, have a little bit of ability there. Yeah, I thought I thought Omni Man probably showed everything it's got in the trials, but the trials are good enough. Uh, it'll should lead this, or be close enough as well. And uh, found the same thing. Yeah, I think it can um, get pretty much control here. It'd be hard to beat. And I thought the danger was uh, I am Brazen, the other first starter from the Thompson Yard. Uh, trialed okay too, so they were the two for me. Inside Gate probably gets just gets last shotted, and they're sitting leaders backish. So uh, they'll be the two I'd, I'd look at in this race. Race number three is benchmark 72 over the 1250. We see some of these returning uh, three-year-olds from last year, as well as some up-and-goers here. Uh, I thought the debut of Starman was good enough here. I thought it hit the line well, was pretty strong through the line, and I I never really had an opinion of Maurice because my dad in the first place, and finally realised he's on the the quick backup, so I guess that's a tick in the wet. But, yeah, I thought if it's here, Starman's a horse to beat. How do you line up? Yeah, I kind of flipped it the other way. I did go for Maurice's me, me dad. Um, I thought it's it, it had uh, form and Saturday class form, um, back class preparation against some some decent horses, um, trolling okay. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it looked hardest to beat. But yeah, Starman's had the one start for the one win, and uh, certainly presents well enough here to to run a good race. But I just led towards where he says me dad, uh, given its uh, last prep form. Good, a uh, good test to see just exactly where that uh, halal form sits. If this gets rolled tomorrow, then maybe we do get the texture out and not worry about a lot of that stuff from last year. Speaking of stuff from last year, I think we can get just stuck into one in the fourth. The 1,400-metre benchmark, 72, where the favourite is coming back for it's had the spell in Queensland just as an extra tick. But Brooks Byer went to pretty much the A-grade stuff. Uh, was in the Doom, was it the Queensland Oaks or one of the ones before that? The uh, Adelaide Oaks. Yeah, the, the Shrepovescence, whatever it's called. Yeah, the Oaks over there. Off the massive win at Caulfield. Comes back to midweek grade 
uh, and I think is very hard to beat. Uh, if it's here, I think it'll win. Um, anything's going to beat it. No, I thought you're you're about right there. I think Brooks Beer looks certainly the hardest beat to hit, to beat here. Um, if there's a knockout chance, I think Shibley might be um, might be a horse that uh, can improve over the course of the the mm. this preparation. And um, keen to see how he performs first up. Race number five, another seventy-two this time over the twelve fifty, where. Um, how, what do you do if so this again first up is here? How are you lining them up? Yeah, pretty interesting race this one. There's a few here, uh, particularly at the top of the market, that um, have some pretty consistent form with a few few wins under their belt. I went for Sunrise Ruby. Um, I know it's one that's uh, three runs this preparation and it's going going for four in a row here, um, but I think. If you, if you look through the last three starts, two of those have been on heavy going, one really easily at um, Aubrey in the heavy over the just short of 1,200, and then also one uh, last two at Aubrey in the heavy going. Um, so obviously handles the track conditions and then was pretty impressive last start um, at Ranwick. Um, charged late and uh, looked the sting out of the ground, points to it. Uh, it's got Bossy aboard. Uh, good chance in an open race. Yeah, I'm not overly sold on the highway stuff away from highways. doesn't necessarily always add up. Uh, I was, if that said, I'm going to tip someone coming from the provincials. Uh, I thought Masquerade's win was, was very impressive uh, at Scone. Mm. Just bolted through the line, looks a nice nice mover, and uh, around eight, eight or $9. They're happy to spec that. By this time of the day, gate 11 shouldn't be too bad to be coming down the outside. Um so that from Salit coming back from Saturday grade and Shivani trialled quietly, but a typical Hawks trial and, and had those a couple of real good runs last prep. So that was the other one I was sort of looking at there. But, um, yeah, interesting to see what Masquerader does come into town in this race. Yeah, I'll be keen to watch for any market moves here as well because I think the top five in the market here will present good chances. So um, track conditions and uh, the, way the, uh, the, the way the track's playing may uh, tend to show where the money's going. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another 72 is the uh, second last on the card, 1550 metres. Uh, what are you doing here? Yeah, too much to bear for me. Um, thought its last win was just outstanding. It was fantastic. Um, there's no reason here that it uh, can't produce a similar run, and if it does, uh, it's got the service of Jack McDonald aboard. Um, yeah, look, one of the better bets. Yeah, not much for me to add. I agree. Um, very impressive last time. J-Mac on. Uh, it'll, it should beat Offshore, I'd say, who will roll along on pace and gets the quick backup on the wet. Uh, deep preparation, Bjorn. So, yeah, too much to bear. I agree. Uh, close to the best of the day there. And uh, we wrap it up with the 1,100 metre, another 72, another wide open affair. Um, how are you going to close us out? Yeah, this was uh, another really tricky affair. I went for a, a very fine red um, around the $5 mark. I uh, thought this looked like it was a very winnable affair first up. Uh, broke through on its maiden uh, with a really nice win um, and then backed it up with a you know, much better form race than this. Um, so steps back in class here, Jamia, uh, who was pretty unlucky on the weekend. Mm. Um 
finished less than a length off it. Uh, Crystal Bound ran second in that race. Uh, trialed well, a uh, nice trial on a soft track in again in July and then trialed well again um, more recently. So I think it looks ready for a, a strong showing first up. I found the same too. Uh, yeah, a very fine read you've said there. And uh, for me to find yet the horse coming from down south to the Aubrey horse, uh, Jawal, a massive trial win. I thought it was a, a pretty good run at, um, at Flemington. And uh, I was just going to say the same as it's um, a very good chance. Yeah. So, um, and interesting J Max book. So I thought um, yeah. they were the two, and I, I, I can back on both, I'd say, at these prices. So. We'll see how that plays out, uh, but for me to yeah, for me to sort of find one from from uh, Albury, um, we should see how it does coming to town. Uh, yeah, I thought exactly that. I'll oh, keep going. No, yeah, I, th- I, I found Jam well as well, and I thought it's uh, Melbourne form was good enough to perform well in a race like this. And interesting, they brought it up um, to town for this. Yeah, excellent. Um, for progetracing.com.au, of course, check out Progret Racing for their free tips and extensive guides. Your best and value at Randwick Kensington. Yeah, my best uh, comes up in race six, number six, too much to bear. I think it'll be super hard to beat. And my value bet of the day comes up in race five, number four, Sunrise Ruby. I'm going to make my best Brookspire Uh coming back from Queensland, and my value masquerade is a Tavachi filly in the same race as Sunrise Ruby, actually. Um, very good. Let's head down to Sandown, where we're on Lakeside. A soft track, a little bit of rain around, but it shouldn't be too much throughout the day. I'm saying, though, Lakeside is obviously leaders, so we'll, we'll watch that throughout the day. Kick off with the three old maidens over the 1,200. Uh, do you, are you playing in the early races tomorrow? No, didn't couldn't couldn't like quite line these up here, mate. Um, saying a couple of horses that had a start and a couple of first stoppers here, so hard to get a line on these. Um, pro- probably watching the main one that I'll be watching the most is Mars Mission, the first starter from the Hawks Stable. Mm. If there's any money for it, um, could be the one back. Yeah, no, too many yeah. questions again. Front man. Um... Is coming back from Queensland as well. Better uh, Melamon probably rolls four trial was okay, uh, but he's top of the market, so I'm, I'm probably not saying a lot there. Uh, and I, I probably won't bet unless there's a a real incentive for me to get stuck in there. Uh, race two is probably not a race I'm any more keen to bet in. Twenty uh, the twenty one hundred benchmark sixty four. Um, Cafe Resil probably roll forward here. Uh, and get control will be hard to run past, but it's a pretty ordinary race, and I don't have a lot to say about the rest of them. Any thoughts? Uh, nothing nothing more to add there, mate. Uh, you're pretty much spot on. The third is the mile 64. Uh, Sater Katowitz chased a, a big winner last time, a couple of others uh, that you found in the past, Beaver. Are you, are you going to dip your toe in? Yeah, I do like a lady here. Uh, I tipped it last start, and I have no reason to hop off. Uh, gets the extra ground here. Got well out of its ground, um, and chased really hard right at the end. Um, Quintella controlled it at uh, that start, but uh, if you go back and have a look, uh, a lady was hitting the line super hard there. Gets the extra three hundred meters here, which will be right up its alley. Um, 
probably be a little bit closer and I expect it to be too strong at the end. Yeah, concern would be the map, so we'll just see how these first couple play. If it, if it's going to be back, I don't want anything to do with it. If we uh, can work out that's going to take, be able to take a posse, um, it's a chance. I thought Santa Katowitz might have to give another chance to... It's been pre- Apart from the Sydney run, it's been pretty honest all prep and just chase that the breakaway uh, leader, Mr. who's a talented horse, Mr. Brightside. Uh, and I think from gate 13, rolls forward and will be close enough to the pace here. Um I think we've covered both the, the main chances there. Uh, race 4, 1,400 metre again, 64, where uh, my best of the day is here, the garden. It's flying. It'll go forward. I think Melissa Jules have one job. It's put on pace, and hopefully the rail's in its favour. It can roll along and be very hard to beat. Um, yeah, not much more to add here. There's a few here that I'm sick of, and Maramico's come, or Maramenko's coming off the big synthetic win, which doesn't always translate, so we'll see if it's here. If it's uh, if it's wet, but I thought the garden's a pretty pretty easy bet to have here. Yeah, I thought the same. Looks super hard to beat. Um, yeah, uh, hard to hard to draw a line as seeing anything else uh, being able to run it down. Race number five for the girls benchmark sixty four over thirteen hundred meters. What are you doing here? Yeah, tricky affair here. Um, the Varenska, Varenskova and Gabira forms interesting. Uh, they meet each other again. Found out through it was good um, in its first two runs. Again, um, interesting four line, form lines. I've gone for Miss Guggenheim. Mm-hmm. Um, again, probably a little bit worried about uh, where it might get to in running and uh, how the track might be playing. But this horse has some some. Pretty good form um, in better better races than this, um, and it doesn't read that well. But if you have an actual look at how far it finished off some winners, like yes, baby, yes, only two lengths, Flemington um, oops, was in a bigger race there earlier uh, this year and finished well off them. Um, but um, and then after that was only sort of three and a half lengths off Chica Furter and Love Sensation, um, trolled okay. Uh, you know, I think around the $10 mark um, could be a knockout chance. Yeah, cool. It's some, some interesting chances here. It's a, it's a wide a wide race. I like that Verenskova sat outside lead last start. I like that it showed some pace and uh, hopefully can get a, a better run from gate three here from Elamon uh, and is the obvious. But uh, as you said, Gabira beat at home, uh, had the better run just and beat at home. Uh, and the one... It at- does beat, um, does meet it. It does meet... Kabira about two and a half kilos mm. better, and I think for a small small margin. Yeah, I think gets a, a better setup here, or a better run here, I should say. And the one coming off um, the big on pace win that should roll forward, uh, Morning Melody just slightly raced in his twenties, and I, and I may have a small saver there. Uh, but I like what you said about I had a few looks at Miss Guggenheim too. But there's a few uh, and thrilled uh, and was it th- our thrill to kill, thrill to kill, just switched over. Found out, found out thrill, thrill uh, ran well last time too, and probably. Rolls forward, so yeah, a few chances in a tricky race, but um, this is super tricky race. Yeah, uh, benchmark seventy eight. We get to the some of the stronger stuff late in the day, the twenty one hundred meters, uh, where I like Godlean coming back from the the Saturday run. It was very, it arguably should have been even closer in the finish behind a couple of decent horses, had to come across heels, uh, and will be very hard to beat here. Back in grade, 
uh, and just get some map favours over Perennial, who who will run honestly as always. And um, I think they're the, the only two I really want to talk about. What about you? Yeah, yeah, I had Godelina on top as well. Uh, I think it maps quite well for it here. Uh, does step back to this uh, company. It's not overly strong. I thought if you were looking for something at a bit of value, a bit of odds, then maybe uh, Northwest Passage um, second up could could improve with a bit more fitness. Uh, gets the three kilo claim, and again uh, stepping out to twenty one hundred will suit. Race number seven, twelve hundred meters, benchmark seventy. Uh, what are you doing here? Yeah, this is really tricky, hey. Um, quite an interesting race. I thought Invisible Jet had backed at last start um, and it duly saluted, which probably gives it a very good chance in a race like this. Again, we'll go forward. Um, I thought the general uh, resuming um, was certainly goes, goes well enough fresh. I thought it was a it was a really good uh, trial um, at Cranbourne, so I think uh, it, and it took care of Ancestry. I know we knocked it earlier, but uh, this is back to midweek class, mm. and it and it won one be two and a half links in a trial there. So obviously it's primed and ready. Um, so I thought it was a major chance, and I thought at, at odds uh, Pioneer River wasn't without a hope. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a little bit of a specking for it last start down the straight at Flemington. It wasn't disappointing. It was it was pretty much in the race until they sort of stormed late with Zoro's Dream and Terramia, but it probably um, at one stage there looked like it was going to be hard to beat, yeah. and there was a bit of specking for it then. Uh, so it might, uh, it might be, uh, if it gets a bit more of a cosier run here, um, could be hard to run down, particularly if they're suiting on pace. The interesting runner here for me uh, is, if it's here, is Jenga. Uh, it's, it was a bit ordinary first up, but it went back to the trials, trialled nicely. Uh, if it brings its f- its first run here, uh, it should win this, but it's now put a couple of ordinary runs together. And so uh, hopefully the, the the change of scenery and down to the Melbourne stable for the Hawks, if it freshens up here around 13 14 bucks, uh, I could entertain... Uh, and, and you've covered pretty well the other chances, uh, Invincible Jet, and uh, and like, I like what you said about Pioneer River, who, um, at, yeah, one point in that race looked the winner. Uh, so, um, but Jenga, interesting spec for me, I think, so we'll see which way the market heads with that tomorrow. And to wrap up the day, we've got the strongest on strongest race on the day over the 1,400 metres, a 78. A little bit of Saturday form here, um, where I will, what am I saying here? Um... The two on paces is where I've defaulted. He's the real deal. had the couple of um, it's it's way up in grey, but gets the same setup where it's at the track. It's been winning, winning well on, uh, and I thought Aidensfield back to midweek grade here um, will sit close enough to it and might be the the one to beat. Craig Williams on and if he's got his um, sights set properly here, he usually snipes in quite well in these sort of setup races. So around a seven fifty, I thought Aidensfield and uh, and the favourite were hard to beat. Uh, we'll see which way the track's playing, whether, uh, but I, I think I can see Chief Altney be buried three or four back the fence and find uh, no luck again. And um, I think it drops away a little bit after that. Milton Park will roll along on pace, but was didn't do a lot first up. Uh, a couple of bits and pieces, but um, yeah, the main two, as I said, he's our deal and um, he's the real deal in Aidensfield. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to go Chief Altney. I'm hoping it doesn't sit 
um, and get stuck too far buried on the rails. I'm hoping that it might even sit, sit want leaders leaders back back. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm hoping it might just sit a little bit closer there uh, from the draw. Um, some of the main dangers uh, have got awful draws, uh, so his real deal obviously will come across and uh, probably have to sit on pace. So I'm hope, hoping Chief Elton, he can just try and find a sit off that and be dragged into the race. Aidens Field probably looks to have to go back from 19, uh, which may put pay to its chances. I'm not, not so sure there. Uh, it'll probably run on, but uh, I don't know. It can give the other two a big start. Keen to see horrifying its return. Obviously, we'll be looking for a lot more ground than this, but depends how ready and fresh it is uh, for an event like this. And probably the, the one smoky in the field is um, Brian Epstein. Uh, got some mixed form coming from overseas, uh, but uh, interestingly enough, the prize Kent stable uh, has still got them. So when they bring these overseas horses, you've got to be a little bit wary um, why they would bring them here if they didn't think they had a little bit of ability. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good race, good little race, and we'll see. Uh, we'll, we might learn a, a couple of these freshes, especially you might learn something out of it. Uh, for your progetracing.com, your best and value at Sandown Lakeside. Yeah, my value comes up in race eight, um, and that's in the form of Chief Altony, number seven, uh, around the $8 mark, and my best bet of the day comes up in race four, number four, the garden. I'm with you. Uh, same best, the garden, race four, number four, and again, I've got the value in the same race, as you, uh, I'll make Jenga my value, number 14. Uh, might be last chance city for it, but we'll see how that goes at the double figures. Uh, up in Queensland, you got anything for us up north? Yeah, come out with got three up in Queensland. Race one, number seven, Morton Bay. I think it'll break its maiden status in the first. Uh, mm-hmm. Race three, number five, Trip the Light. Uh, I think it'll be super hard to beat. And my final bet for the day came up a little bit later. Um, if I can find it here, it was in the last race. Race eight, number four, Shooting Roses. Excellent. Uh, this has been Show Us Your Tips, Peter and Daggy signing off for ProGroupRacing.com. Check them out for their free tips and extensive guide. Stay safe, everyone. Good luck tomorrow. And we'll see you all Thursday night for the preview of the Memsey Stakes meeting. Uh, the first Melbourne Group 1 of the year, as well as we're at Kembla for the San Domenico uh, and the other, a couple of other lead-ups to the spring features. So good luck tomorrow, and we'll talk to everyone shortly.